Dogs, up here, up walking, mate. Walking, mate. Everybody, my name. I thought of a good one yesterday too. I forgot what it was. Fuck. What about? Mm. What about? <laughs> what about? Mm. Uh, what is your name? Uh, mm-hmm. CPZ in a building. I can't okay. Oh. I, had a good one. I, yeah. I am naughty forty nose dog. There you go. There you go. Oh, I, I am. God, uh, don't don't you fucking uh, dare. Come okay, 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 okay. You can dare, guys. Guys, I, it's, scary it's, it's scary hours. It's scary hours. It's scary hours. I'm not going to say it's scary hours. It's HGFGXMRNG. Ah, you such dog poo. Boo. I, I don't even have a boo fucking thing. Oh, boo. Should, oh. Yeah, you should get. Boo. I got no make, boo. I'm going to make one. What can, well, you no. what can you do? Really upset Welcome. with you, baby D. Well, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Welcome Sorry. to episode 12 squared of the oh. Bad Habits Podcast. Wow. wow. Math, math, good math. Mathematicians. Wow. All right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Now we're here. Uh, so, HGFGXMING, uh, how was your week, dickhead? Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Friday, I had people over. We made empanadas and we played Nintendo Switch. And Ooh. there's no football this weekend. So, all I've been doing is listening Why? to Drake and watching his new football. I mean, his fucking, sorry, you threw me off. His new video. There's no football because there's international break. So, international teams oh. like England and Australia and all that play. And it's so boring. So, I don't watch oh, it. So, shit uh, if you're a real fan, you'd watch so, it. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. Allegedly. 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 Mm. But, like, yeah, it's, it's shit. So, and I don't watch it. But that's, Sorry, that's basically me just been watching the Drake music video and been watching the listen to the Drake album, you know? You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's all that's really really happened this week. And that's all that really matters. Am I right? I mean That's very true. It's very true. I what believe. else does matter? You know that's what I'm saying. Nothing at all. This is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Nothing, Nothing else. at all. Well then. Well, fantastic notion. What was your uh weekly happenings? Mate, week was pretty sweet as uh, I was busy and it flew by and here we are. Um, but yeah, lots of positive things. Had some good calls with clients. Um, got some mastering jobs coming up, doing three albums for vinyl nice. for artists in Australia. Wow. And that's super cool. So I've done vinyl many times and mm. I've worked with this artist before. Um, and yeah, so just talking about all that and getting everything together and just yeah, just negotiating and making sure it's all square and it's I'm fucking pumped, keen as. Um, so that's music news. Um, went on a couple crazy rides, just, you know, local things. But then today I went for a big one and uh, it was cool. But, yeah, last night was it was awesome because I went for a night ride and that's, sometimes that's really dicey and scary. I went to the Evergreen Brickworks and the Beltline and stuff, but, uh, you know, the lights really save your life. Afterwards, had dinner got a little lit, went down to Ashbridge's Bay, had a fire and my buddy and I were just, you know, chatting, having a beer and we heard this really, really interesting fuck. It sounded like a crunching noise, like dead ass. and like someone eating a really big Doritos across the way. We're like, mm. what the fuck? So I have like a light on my helmet. I got a light on my bike. We had mad, mad torches and there was, there was a oh, beaver eating a tree, dude. <laughs> we, 
and it was a beaver literally gnawing a tree down and building a dam god knows where so oh you're playing it on the screen look at yeah you. i don't know where my camera is my fucking shit out bro so can you fast forward it like a minute or something yeah but basically we just saw this cute little guy i can't go any i don't know what else to do to see it better. oh wait no way i can do it from here there you go. Yeah, so so we're just chilling and we were just we had my helmet light on and that's what's seeing. And he's just like strategically biting this fucking thing down. And we're like, hang on a sec. Is he actually taking the whole tree down? So there's a couple of trees to the left of it that he actually took off. Maybe he did it that day or whatever. But yeah, we witnessed the most Canadian shit I've ever seen. I didn't even know what to do, mate. I was just standing there and commentating. It was piss funny. So uh yeah, if, in, in like in the next like 30 seconds. Oh, they go too far. Anyway, yeah, too far. Back like 10 seconds. There he is. Here it is. Boom. Look at that. Wow. Beaver man. So then he starts that cutting off all crazy. the branches because now he can reach them. And then we realized he was dragging it over to the water. We're like, we're going to fucking help this cunt. So we ended up grabbing as many other massive branches that had already kind of pre gnawed off. Like, look at him. He's cutting them off effortless, effortlessly. Look at the next one. This is something we couldn't break with our fucking hands unless we used all the force. And he just goes, chomp, chomp, chomp. And, and look at this. I zoom in and the cut of it is flush to the tree. That is the smoothest dude. Look oh, at wow. it. Oh, wow. It's Damn. unbelievable. So I was like in awe of nature. I was like fucking Steve Irwin, let's go. And oh uh, we ended up bringing a, dragging a bunch of trees over to help this cunt you know, to save him time doing the trip back and forth from the water, probably saved him two hours and his missus must've been pumped because we saw, you know, his, his lady under the bridge where he's building. But look at this guy's tail, mate. Wow. Wow. He's definitely mates of the platypus for sure. They're cousins. Gotta be. Gotta be. So anyway, I had a really interesting (laughs) night last night, super random. And, you know, I was half, half cut, had a couple beers and then we see that and it was just beautiful. So go nature, go Canada. It was pretty sweet. Fucking Canada. This is the yeah, that's pretty much my thing. week, mate. Well, then, I guess uh, your week beats everyone's, doesn't it, then? Yeah. Look at this guy. He's just chilling. That is I insane. couldn't believe my eyes. So, yeah, good fun. What's his name? We named him Bazza. Bazza the Beaver. I like it. Good we name. should have played the, the audio, but, like, it's a bit too much of me talking, so it's probably good that it's narrated now. But I uh, figure his name out on that video. So I, I will post it at some point. It's on my stories on my Notion MTV Instagram. But I think I might actually post it as a, as a, as a post slash reel. Okay. I like that. I think Why that could not? be an Why interesting uh, thing to do. Nature. Look at that. Look at that. It's, it's very on awesome. brand for you. Nature Isn't Notion. It? Should be Nature your, Notion. Uh, oh, oh, good one. Every it. episode. I'll spell it N-A-Y-C-H-A. C-H-A. Yeah, Nature. There you go. Nature. Oh, that'll be good. Australia. Man, I'm so Canadian. I got my Canada on last night. I tell you that much. You really did. It's pretty exceptional. Yeah, that's uh, top tier Canadiana right there, mate. I don't <laughs> think anyone can uh, fuck with that. I, I didn't do shit this last week, so you mm. know, it's the most exciting thing. I went to Guelph to get veggie, mate, and that was fun. oh, G Town. You went to a nice little downtown area. There. It's actually and super nice. You went to an Aussie establishment, am I correct? Yeah, found coffee. They have three. They have. Uh, I think it's Queen or whatever you, college, whatever it is in Toronto. College they have, Spadina, yeah, that's, that's the OG. College Spadina. Then they got the one on shore, which is the only one I'd been to. And then they had this one. And this was, I got like one jar of Vegemite left. And I was like, well, this won't do. And this uh, they were the closest, it's closer to go there than Toronto. So we did that. I'm glad you your beef Really? Yeah. Well, Toronto is like to go to downtown Toronto, the very minimum is an hour. And this was like 40 minutes, 45 minutes. Cool. So, Interesting. Um, 
You'd go mm. that far for something that bad. It's, uh, I respect oh, it. Yes. I respect it. So I respect it. Dumb cunt. I, I respect it, honestly. God. I, 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 I wonder what you really? do if it was actually something good. Oh, my yeah, you have, you really do have a Marmite attitude. You are such that a dirty so You're yes, such a Marmite <laughs> cock. <laughs> no, they're, they're all gross. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh okay. No, they're all gross. I'm sorry. Okay. They're, they're both disgusting. If that's I don't know, bro. Just... <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll note that down earlier. Marmite Cuck is going to be the episode name. Oh, nice. Dan, it's dedicated okay. to Dan. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the other thing. Oh, nothing. That's that was it. it. We just got a coffee, went for a fucking walk, and we're like, this is freezing. Let Barrington shit and get the fuck out of there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, we're gonna do something else. But I forgot to bring my glasses because it gets dark at one p.m. and shit. So if I don't bring my glasses, <laughs> I'm like I got to be Does. careful how far. So we had to get home. We couldn't stay around. Yeah. Um, there was something mm-hmm. else I was gonna say. Oh, we got so for the merch. I'm like for BOS for our other podcasts. Like I just ordered. We have a print on demand thing. So I ordered a bunch of stuff and I got the hats the other day. They came out so sick because I made like I got one in gray, in camo, and black, and now it's like the full logo that says "Get It In Here." The original one they said yeah. they couldn't do it, but now they can, and it's got mm. a little patch, the little logo on the the back of the hat here. So I was like, oh, I wonder if I could do some shit like set up a Teespring for TMF and just put a bunch of designs and get stuff on hats and and whatever the fuck if we want like the the kangaroo and the uh, maple leaf logo yeah, and fine. whatever. So considering doing that because this stepped up their uh quality i feel like teespring were a little weak for a bit i've ordered right. some t-shirts and a sweater so see when they they just take a little bit to arrive but the hats came like within a week which is super quick and i think they're produced like here right. like in mississauga or something so oh, wow. um bos much if i don't know if anyone here listening would give a flying fuck anyway but if people are interested in some sort of tmf or bad habits merch it could be cool to get like to get it on a hat even with like tmf on the back here bad habits on the front or you know it won't be as sick as like what you did mm-hmm. at lids where you were able yeah, to do yeah. like the custom sort of thing but it's embroidered oh it's embroidered for sure but it's okay. not like like this cunt one it's like a little puffy because there's so many layers and shit yeah it's two layers of foam under it I, yeah I, I did foam. yeah exactly which is the greatest yeah. hat ever but it's like the greatest, but yeah it <laughs> took like 50 minutes to do just the front yeah i'm not surprised <laughs> It's such a long time. It's a bit of a gem. But anyway, thinking about doing that, just doing some little little merch if anyone's interested. Even if we just do it, stuff that we want for ourselves, you just order what yeah. you want. You can make it in any colors, and then it's just you'd make a storefront for the public. And, um, you, super should easy. Do, you should do an advert for Christmas. Get it into time for Christmas kids uh yeah you probably would have to do it like this week then probably because it might start to it's be delayed do, well, we do one right now do one right now make it right now just make it all go okay guys screen share share okay <laughs> and just don't say anything and just do it in silence and release the audio it will mute our mics no no oh, you mute the mic. No, i'll just <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's what it'll be. Oh, oh, fuck, there. Oh, was it? But, oh, okay, there it is. There it is. It'll be like an ASMR nice. episode because you'd be like, you a bunch of, bunch of mouth yeah. clicks and fuckery. Do the Come thing on. where they tap on the, on the microphone, like. Yeah. Is this on? Yeah. Oh, good for a, good good for a wank right now. Fuck. Isn't that, that stupid bird <laughs> doing the fucking Bentley ad when she's like tapping the Bentley car and says, Bentley? And people are like ripping her Ooh. off. You seen that? Oh, I kind of no, like that. I've never seen so. that, but I like that. There's like a viral ASMR video where some blonde fucking looking Swedish bird just gets, you know, a sick looking Bentley. And then she just like taps the grill and says, with like microphones like right here, she's like, Bentley. 
and she does like other stuff like in the car and like it's ASMR ad and she's whispering Bentley but then a bunch of people have given her shit because it's so dumb and I think and so a bunch of people in the mountain bike industry and the motorsport industry have just well not even no it's everything but cars are doing it and they're doing their own little rip off ads it's pretty funny taking the piss so internet's been it's okay good I like that I'm here for it um the other thing I want to just quickly uh, say is that recently, like a, a week or two ago, we oh, dropped a collab beer uh, with Rorschach for, uh, once again, for BOS Podcast. Uh, is this going to kick in or are you going to be a dickhole? There you go. Dick. Um, so we're all there for the brew day. Uh, Dan, Notion has a four pack for you as well. Um, oh, in the fridge, you. good to go with your wow, name on it. So it came out really good. Uh, it's a West Coast IPA. It was modeled after um, Funny Funny. this one right Look here. Uh, yeah. so they've done a pretty good job. I think the beer came out great. It isn't uh, as identical uh, to Pliny as as maybe we were aiming for, but it was the first roll of the it's dice, so we'll uh, we'll keep that going. But I'm I'm really happy with it. The response has been um, great so far, uh, according to the brewery, which is uh, really fantastic. Has, yeah. So it's out now. Go get it. Rorschach in Toronto. It's Rorschach Brewing Brewery or Brewing dot com, something like that. You can find it easy. Do they sell uh, it just uh, over the counter there? Yep. yep. At the brewery. Nice. Singles, in right. singles too. So you can get as many as you like. Um, and I know that the Beer Bistro, when you were there, Nosh, for Canning yeah. Day, uh, were going to take it for... Um, kegs for the shop. For kegs for, for, the, for the bar. Wow. Um, and there's definitely be other places that will get it. So it's... Um, I think it's so, cool. yeah. Definitely something warming for the season. Like I'm actually kind of glad that it turned out the way it did because it's kind of fitting for how fucking cold it is. Because in summertime you want the actual Pliny, and I think in the winter having a little it bit is a little way it is it's a little yeah. more warming, a little more fall oriented. That is true with the caramel malts and stuff. Like it's exactly. once again it wasn't the intention, but it's the outcome is still great. So it's, of course, uh, it's they did a they did, they did a sick job. So yeah. grab that now. Alrighty. So this week, we're going to do the TMF Classic Project yes. segment right now. Ooh, yes, yes, And yes. Uh, so the first week was last week, and that was Soul District, the mixtape from 2004. <laughs> now we are moving. Oh, that's the wrong one, isn't it, dickhead? Now we're doing, so that was like a group project that I did with another whole, like, squad. Now... This is the first mixtape that was sort of produced independently by the squad pre-TMF, essentially. So before we called it the Moving Fam, this was the first project um, that uh, we did. And this is Notion's debut mixtape. It's my turn from, I saw, I think it was uh, October. It's 2006. Uh, hang on. Actually, September 11th, 2006, we dropped that. Wow. wow. Um, so... We've all listened to that. Um, do we want to maybe, do you want to just like, just like I did to the last time, like explain the intention, what the vibe is with this tape, what, you know, what you did here? You want to, yeah. Um, basically, mixtape era times, as far as hip hop's timeline's concerned, um, we were just, this is essentially me learning how to rap in real time and choosing the best beats that I, you know, <clears throat> that we all loved and uh, listened to a lot. And, you know, you can see some heavy influences in here. So this is my attempt at, you know, really putting out a, a project after, you know, C taught me how to fucking structure things properly after I was giving it a shot and it kind of just honed it around. So this is my first shot of doing 
lots of full songs. Um, sorry, there's lots of freestyles and lots of single verses, but then there's a the couple of full songs. This is me just practicing in real time on beats that I fucked with at the time and still do. Um, and then I got my mates all on it, like C's on it fucking five times or something, maybe more, six times. Yeah. Um, and then GMC, Becca, uh, SK, and then there's, I don't know how many fi- other features. I don't think Tommy on. was on it, was he? No, this he's not. Pre-Tommy. Tommy, yeah. Tommy yeah. was like the homie from like 2001. We met on a uh, on a forum. I worked. I wrote for this website, and then he ended up writing for a website. It was called grooveon.com.au. Groove yeah. And uh, we just became mates with Tommy. But the thing was, and this is what you kept saying, Dan, which is probably more for the next mm-hmm. uh, the next week's one, that like you kept saying, you know, anyone who rapped me, hey, buddy. Barrington just came bounding oh, down. Oh, let's have a look at the little What's man. Up, What's up, buddy? Come here, buddy. Do you want to see the boys? Do you want to see the boys? Come Everyone here. heard your dog voice now, so Come easy. That's very cute, mate. Fucking, You're a massive like, He's a fish. P-O-L-F. Come here, buddy. Yeah, it's Barrington. Oh, what a sweet little man. I love this guy. This should be the clip, actually. Scratch the other idea. This is the one. This is a dog. Thanks for your He's great. Buddy. He's great. Okay. Hey, Bear. Are you good? Do you want to say hi? Bear. Oh, you want to go down? Sorry. He's like, I just want to say hi to Dad. No, I'm he's out waiting at the door. Yeah, he's being cute. I want to show the people down. Mad for yeah. Thanks, Stiffaz. <laughs> Thanks, Stiffaz. <laughs> Bye, Bear. Um, God, oh, boy. God, boy. He's that was a wholesome it. moment, Steve. Yeah, was it wholesome? <laughs> yep. You get that parent vibes. Okay. So, uh, Dan was saying, Basically, the the I think we probably talked about it in the very first episode where we explained our whole story. But basically, with the way that you rapped in Australia, if you didn't rap exactly how you talked, then a lot of people didn't like that. Yeah, it mm-hmm. was a problem, and we referenced it a lot in a lot of this music. So uh, Tommy, who's a became basically my one, probably my best mate, I guess in in Australia for a time there, he rapped how he spoke so at first on soul district the reason why he had an interlude by himself and we weren't on that interlude um we meaning myself and revelino was because we didn't there was nobody that was doing like a people who rap like us and people who rap like tommy on the same song it just didn't happen so like in hindsight it kind of felt a bit cunty to have him have his own track but it kind of is a bit of a classic on its own so i mean like ridiculous i feel like i'm not mad at the way that i don't think i could have added anything to that to make it more than what it was but so at this point tommy was a friend but we weren't really working with him he was sort of my mate whereas like dub k the producer and engineer who did recorded this project for notion was like notions mate um yeah Mm-hmm. And sort of our worlds were this were very like parallel, but they weren't completely insane. Like you and Dub K did this tape. Like I didn't really have. I think I helped. I always helped and kind of got you to. You helped. You, you helped us get the track list correct and and flowing because I had a, like a rough draft. You're like, nah, switch these around. And okay, you helped. That sounds about like, right. Kind of like you were basically like loosely executive producing it with me. Gotcha. Did that? What if we said that? I'd be curious. Exactly, oh, no, just a notion. Okay, no, but like, I, like I guess I it mean, was loosely. You're right. You're I did right. have the final stay of everything, but like, I, I was like, what should I do with this? Because I, I did the, I think you changed a few things. It wasn't like heaps, but it was definitely a co situation. But this was uh, more of, you know, mine and Kiri's little thing. Because I used to drive to fucking Yarraville. It's like other side of the suburbs. Um, other side of the city. It's kind of far. Other side of the city. It was pretty fast. 45 minutes on a good run, dog. And I used to go there multiple times a week. So he was using logic like fucking. Four at the time, 
mm-hmm. maybe three and a half or something like that. It was, it was very early in the Logic day. So I, I cut my teeth on um, Cool Edit Pro 2.0 or Cool for Edit 2.0. recording for, or for beats? Yeah, for recording at the start. And then I was using um, Acid. Pro, and then as soon as I got Acid Pro 4.0 before uh, Sony bought it and it became fucking something else. I forget. I don't know any of these, uh, these software programs from you're referring to. You know yeah. Logic, though. I know Logic, yeah. Of yeah, Logic was just like, old school. They were just like beat making programs that were popping in like 20 years ago, 15 years ago type of thing that were just okay. like easy to get hold of before like FL, like original Fruity Loops and FL Studio and all that stuff. Like yeah, most yeah. dudes used um, Cubase, C U B A S E, or. Um, or acid or reason were the main ones i would say that people yeah. used for the most part then there were the people who were just just starting use like you said cool edit which was like the easiest freest one but had the least features so exactly. we, we learned fancy. exactly and we learned about pro tools on soul district because that's what they had so when we got our first setup in i got mine and then maybe i don't know a few months later you got yours um in yeah. 2005 th- we got um Pro Tools, and we got the M box, which is the actual physical thing. So right now, next to me here, we can't really it'll unplug, but I have the Apollo Twin Solo, which Notion has as well. So I got the, this was to replace our M box from. This is probably getting too much in the weeds, but anyways, Definitely. a different That's time. Cool. So this mixtape was uh, inspired by the time this was like you know the Soul District was one hundred percent original production by Revelino, all of it. The mm. this tape was maybe ten percent original production. There's a few songs on yeah. here, maybe three, four, that yeah, are produced yes, by other producers, um, mostly Dub K and you. I would say is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so a lot of it, this was the jacked beat era. This was the beginning, I would say, like this is 2006. So obviously you started working on this earlier than that. Probably 2004 would be my guess. You probably, some of these songs sound yep. like a little more uh, basic and then some of them you sound a lot more complex. So I think some of them were done right up to right, you know, close to you uh, releasing it and some of them were done earlier. Yeah, you're Not- literally listening to the learning curve. As exactly. It, you can tell which songs are better. Like, oh, that's must have been written at the end or more yes. closer to the release. Correct. I, that was what I was gathering too. So re-listening to all of this really sort of like brings back one, it's like, obviously I'm very curious to hear Dan's thoughts, but for me, it puts me back in a time. Like all of this music is so time, it's a time capsule. Like when yeah, we made it, what we were thinking, what we were learning about, we were figuring shit out. We were just like, like doing doing this type of approach and everyone this was around the time when like myspace was starting to go and then like if say like a, a hot track dropped you want you know say the game which uh, album documentary in 2005 like basically wow. all the rappers that we knew wanted to kind of get the beat and get on it first so like if they really release the album then you had to go on limewire and find the beat and then there was one if they if you could get one if, if someone leaked it or if it was released with a single or you know someone maybe songs that we both didn't rap on on our mixtape shit because we couldn't get the beats because they weren't available because unless you if you couldn't chop it yourself yeah and you couldn't find it on limewire you kind of were fucked yes and then those j arms ones used to drop those um like they were Straight like mixtapes of instrumentals from big song which was so money when you wanted them shit. but that was a bit later on i think I used to chop up beats as well, like, and I've never, never in my life have been a producer, but I did that many, many, many times for all of the mixtape stuff for my shit to cut the beat up, and I'm a fucking I'm an idiot with that stuff. So it's like, it's it was good. So basically, that's how this was done. It's interesting for me to see the topic matter because this one felt 
like exactly what you said, you're figuring yourself out. There was a lot of like the typical bragging hip hop stuff. Some of it was after we traveled. So you've got a few references to that, um, which was cool. Um, a lot of the themes. it's funny hearing the themes, even hearing on soul district, we didn't even have that much to say because I hadn't done anything. I hadn't traveled. I hadn't been anywhere. I was 22 years old. I didn't know anything. What the fuck do I know to talk about? That's why it always pisses me off with youth. I'm listening back. I'm like the 22 year old us or whatever didn't know shit, like really yeah. truly did it and hadn't done nothing. And <coughs> it was it was interesting to hear whatever the fuck we wanted to say. And it was mostly just frustrations about music, really. It was for the most yeah, part yeah. a little bit yeah. of relationship and girl stuff and um, mostly that. So looking at, at this list, I mean, some of these tracks was actually pretty because see for me, I guess I was only a couple years ahead of you as far as recording at a larger depth but so i felt like at my yeah i felt like my topic matter on this project that i because i was on it the most i guess as far as i guess i felt that you i'd noticing in myself it had broadened from the soul district so, time but yeah, it was still kind of stuck in its own little thing i was obsessed with the travel and then mad at the, probably the accent stuff and like um shit, <laughs> shit like that it was pretty common themes even within mine that i could tell my skill set had gone up and the topics had changed a little bit. So the growth yeah. was like incremental because this wasn't a massive gap between the two. So you could, but you could tell. Um, yeah. The, you also, another thing that was popping at the time was getting a DJ to mix it, which you did not do with this one. Uh, but no. you did, the other thing that was popping was to get a host and essentially Dub K or Kiri, who was your, uh, the, the homie who recorded it, mixed it, engineer, he uh, did a Borat. He could do the Borat voice pretty well. So there's yeah. probably like four interludes i'm um, just kind of scanning through it it's always about sex even that was funny because it was like all he talked just about was random. like liking sex it was random but it was also like still one track minded and i thought it was funny because that was tying into our subjects where we were at the time like the headspace and stuff it's just yeah. to, it's just so interesting to me to hear all of this but like the rap some of the fucking bars of fire i was like damn both of us like yeah. had some shit going on with this and it was like Okay. It is surprising, actually. Like, you're just like, what? That's yeah. actually sick. Like, and, and, you know, even being as old as it is, I had some wow moments too. Like, even just looking at this track list, I, just, I can just remember everything. I even remember, like, recording certain skits for him because I was recording him, obviously, because he can't do both with his yeah, yeah. setup. So, yeah, I remember just, like, recording him and, like, having to, like, fucking put my face into my elbow so I wouldn't laugh because he's oh. pissed <laughs> funny, dude. He was riffing forever. He's a very, very funny person. Kiri is one of the funniest human beings I've ever met and probably yeah, the funniest guy in Australia, like, is up there. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's very, very extra with the personality, very full energy, and his accent game is disgustingly good. Greek cunts, I don't know, man, they can just do the thing because he, yeah. can, he can speak all different kinds of dialects of Greek and shit like that, and he used to do the Borat stuff just too well. We were obsessed with Ali G, and he was obsessed with oh, yeah, Borat yeah. to the next level, so he's really good at impersonating it, so... Even just looking at this, like the Borat like sex one, like I, I was dying for you know minutes, minutes, minutes afterwards. So yeah, it's, it's, it's just even looking at the track list makes me remind uh, reminds me of how fun it was to record. Mm. And there were no like cringe moments because sometimes you can listen to your old shit. And you're like, Good, thanks but for like, saying that. There's sometimes where I'm like, oh man, you shut up! Like you keep saying this, <laughs> like not right. really you, but like me, like because I'm really not judging anyone else's heart as I'm judging myself. 
And like I'm hearing it, I'm like, oh, I get it, bro. You went to Toronto. I get it. You fucking well done. You want an applause? Like, I don't know. It's just sometimes I'm like, all right, you know, but that was the life experience and that was what impacted it. So there was like, of course. But there was no like, oh, that was whack. There was nothing that was like, I thought was there was whack definitely nothing whack at all. Like, so whatsoever. now let's know what you thought, bro. Cause your, your yeah. perspective on this is kind of why we're doing it, but it's way more. Yeah, it was sick. There's bars throughout. It's it's fun. It's like super, the interludes are like so random, but they're so fitting at the same time. They're just so funny, and it just works throughout the whole thing. Like from the intro to the random ones in the middle, and then the outro. Like it's it's so sick. And then like the, the influence throughout is very clear to me. I know when I told you guys about the influence, in some cases you're very surprised, but to me it sounds very much influenced by the game and Fifty Cent. Like especially with a lot of the hooks. So similar to a lot of shit that yeah. you hear from like Get Rich or Die Trying, like stuff like that. So like overall, it was, it was a sick project. Again, yeah, it does sound dated, of course, but like it doesn't mean it's bad at all. Like it's a sick project. I can't lie. Like it, it is hard. It is Did so you good. have any fave Stand song standouts or anything like that? I'd have to let me go on the track list. I've got it up here actually. Okay, it's on the screen in case you can see. Oh, it might be a little hard to read though. I can see some of it on the screen. Can I play some just mm. to refresh my memory? <laughs> you could play it from then. It probably wouldn't pick it up. I just, because they're all jacked beats, so they all would get caught. Okay, let me play one second of one. Yeah, yeah, play it. Play like a couple of sex. I liked uh, the ones that really I thought was super dope were um, Receipt, which was the Wayne uh, the Wayne track. Awesome. I just thought that was yeah. cool. I thought all, all of us really slayed it. And the other one, we all really slayed it was Tough Love with GMC and SK. So, the two of us with oh, that. I love that's why I put it at the end that's exactly why it's at yeah. the end I know we used to perform that so I think I, it's, it's all yeah that that one really really went yeah. hard I, the other one I was sick Heartburn's always cool um, Random Rhymes yeah, yeah Random Rhymes was so, Random Rhymes is a slapper um All Right was actually super sick as well which I forgot was the Ninth Wonder joint um Don't Say Nothing oh my god and Be This Way I as well there's a few joints on this yeah they were just like cool and it was like it was more just like showing about like i feel like if you sort of like the subject matter i guess no one even cares about subject matter anyway but just for me i sort of do if you look away from the repetitiveness of it which you're going to get through all of these earlier projects because that's the breadth of what we sort of experienced as early 20s cats i just thought like it was cool to see the rhyme scheme thing we we all had us uh we both had like a t- a bit more of a typical way we used to rap too. Like, say that I'm trying to think of the yeah. example. There's a formula, formal, formula. Yeah. No, it's a bit formulaic. Like in the how do you, how do you? I'm trying to even think how you would do it. It's always like you had the two bars, and then you would have the first few words of the next bar would be like we are rhyming with the latched on. Yeah, into that uh, like last thing, and it was cool. But then if it happened, it happened so often. I think it was just like a style, maybe at the time. Um, mm. That well, the like, influences at the time for that are interesting because, like you know, Dan said that's got the Fifty Cent fucking game sort of G Unit ish style, and that's fucking one hundred percent accurate. Also, Dipset, dude, heavy, like, so much, oh, so heavy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I was loving Dipset. I love Jewels. I it's love going Cameron. down. You got down and out. You got two, exactly. two, had two joints. references in there. So that's a huge influence that um, I have to put up there as 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 strong as uh, the game and Fifty Cent. 
influences. It's, it's definitely more the game's rapping was so cool, and then the way fifties hooks are ridiculous. Like that's that's be real. It's the hooks. I think ones. the silver your middle, silver your middle is the one which has like a basically a fifty cent hook right there. The reason <laughs> there's that, 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 could, that could have been on Get Rich or Die Trying. Hundred percent. Word up, respect. Those kind of joints were purposely done because I knew that we were performing at. Well, did we start performing at clubs at that point yet? See, because like those songs we had, were meant for them. Yeah, we were doing club music because like so this launch was at like a a, a venue that was a hip hop night, but like we did the next the one we're going to do next week. We launched that at like a full on club, and we'd done yeah. other club performances. So I think, and like I, we've been uh, like you didn't come to those, but like C and Becca got booked in Adelaide a couple times, yeah. And like we go out there and perform at a club. I, I feel like the club sets are so annoying. Like no one who's just trying to enjoy listening to Nelly and Ja Rule are gonna be like, oh, let's hear these fucking guys. They don't give a shit. Like it's a uh, yeah. pretty of an awkward situation. But they those were the contacts that kept booking us and stuff. So I was like, okay. So I think that's why we were doing those type of joints. So it was a bit of a mix of kind of like more underground rapidy rap stuff and then yeah the clubby ones like they come in with that which is that like timberland game song um yes yeah. and, and all the 50 joints yeah, and stuff like that fantastic yeah, yeah. so like the, when i hear these actual if you take every beat that that's in this list and you listen to the real songs that's heavy all those artists artists are a heavy influence to me like you know Ghost Face, like fuck it, dude. Black Thought, The Roots, like if you look at all of the people that who made the originals, mm-hmm. it's just that's a good way to to sum up where I was at at the time, because yeah. that's that, that's yeah, it's totally dope. So Dan, did you have any standouts from when you're scanning that then? Uh, Defo, Random Rhymes, and Sylvia Middle are the ones that I really face. remember. Yeah, those well, those are sick. Back to back chains. Yeah, yeah, it finished really strong this one because I thought Renan was cool as cool. well. Because Renan was also Renan was that a game beat? Who was the Very original yeah, song? Game, yeah. Okay, because um, I forgot so much of this. So not it's only so was this short. reminding me, so good, super short because we just do like one. But we, we used to perform this a lot. Like that's why I'm yeah. sort of like it because we performed like almost every week um, back in the day at that shout at out to Litigate's Evelyn. events. Yeah. Evelyn shouts to Litigate, but yeah, so this, this was like the first project. So I'm going to put this in the, uh, it's just notion.bandcamp.com. There's a whole bunch of stuff there. So I'm going to put this in the description so y'all can check this one out, but this yep. is, yeah, this is great. This is, it's been fascinating. So I've already listened to the next one. So that was the first scene Becca one for next week. And now I'm listening to the second notion mixtape. I started that today. So just sort of getting ahead. And yeah. Dan, I guess I'm going to give you the next one. Where are you up to, Dan? You listen to Notion's next uh, tape, right? So I've listened to World Domination. Yeah. Okay, so then you got to do Say and Becca Volume 2, which I think I gave you yeah. already. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, beautiful. Um, but we're getting there. It's cool. This is fun. I'm really, oh, really yeah, genuinely fun. enjoying the process of all of this. It's fucking dope. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Sick it's shit. cool to get everyone's, everyone's feedback and stuff. So I feel like since this, I already started like talking to more people. Like, I, I, I guess I can say it here. I was talking to Clarity the other day. I'm going to catch up with him this week, just talking about music because he's taking right. a bit of a. People might remember Maya Clarity, who's been on the pod a couple times, um, produced my last album and stuff. And I think even he's taken a bit of a hiatus. And I've never known him to take a hiatus uh, from yep. music. So I think mm. he even st- he sort of just living life for a bit, but he's also like 10 years younger than me, more. Yeah. Um, so he's like, uh, he started super, super young. So he's probably just living his life for a little bit, you know, handling biz and, and get back into it. So this is already, I feel like it's positive. I feel like I'm thinking about it, talking about it more with different people. And like, you know, it's already um, yeah. helping just to go back and like see where you've come from so you can see where you want to go. 
next. Some good shit. So, cocknoses. So we've got a bunch of different uh, stories here, and then we'll hopefully get to a tier list at the end. So, uh, just quickly noted so a producer speaking of the music of our music a producer we worked with since he was like 17 his name's Styles Fuego he um was from Byron Bay up in New South Wales and then lives in Melbourne he basically is a gone on to like you know he his first big break was producing for like Chameleon Air and they did a remix with Snoop and Busta in like I don't know 05 or 06 or something like that like early on and um, he just kept kind of going from there, and, and he's done super well. He did 60s uh, Fallen a Flying album, which I think really blew him up. They both mm. really got big from that. So Styles just won an aria on the week. I think he won a few. Like, there's this guy, he's a singer called Troy Sivan, T-R-O-Y-E-S-I-V-A-N. He's an Aussie guy. And I don't know if y'all watched The Idol on uh, with The Weeknd's show. Um, nope. Did you see that, Dan? You saw The Idol, right? The Idol. The Weeknd. The weekend and oh, Johnny Depp's daughter. No, no, I, I didn't watch it because I knew it was bad. I, I it was really it. bad. So this kid was in <laughs> that. So basically, Styles produced a song for him. That one, he won like producer of the year and a bunch of stuff. So it was pretty That's cool tight. to see that. And it was funny because his manager was also a friend of ours who rapped on all of it, like my projects, because I was cool with him. He was on Soul District. He's on like the CM Becker stuff. So it was funny to see him. Like used to have the shaved head. Now he's got like hair and wearing a scarf and looking all music industry and stuff. It looks pretty very funny. fresh, yeah. Um, which is. Good old Buffer, shouts to Weez, shouts to Styles, and they also got fucking hands Buffer, and they um <laughs> he taught us like footy stuff because he used to play footy and he was like they used to call him Buffer. <laughs> For some reason, uh, I don't know. I think it's off his last name. Do you have to pause um, Buffer? I don't know because yeah, I think it's because of his last name. Otherwise, I would definitely pause yeah, that. That's word, true. For sure. Yeah, for that's sure, what it was. Sure. Yeah, otherwise it's um, possible. Stars got nominated for a Grammy as well with the same song for uh, well, for yeah, like, random, pretty random applause for fucking Flakes. Yeah. You love to see it. The cunt was sleeping yeah, on my bedroom floor once. You know, we worked with. He reached out back in the day because he heard my shit when we were doing it with like the Battletown dudes, and because he was working with Battletown, and then we did a bunch of songs together. And he's a sick cunt, good dude. Um, boom. Respect. Okay, this is Dan's segment of the pod right here. So. On Friday, this little uh, relatively known artist, uh, Drizzle. I don't know if people know him that well. Yeah, they might not. So, like, don't feel bad. Go look it up. His name's Drake, D-R-A-K-E. You look him, Canadian guy. You you, you might not know his face, but anyway. He released Scary Hours 3, which was tacked Mm -hmm. onto the end of uh, For All the Dogs, which is a cheeky little way to get some more streams on a mid-album. But... Mm. Mm-hmm. We were very excited for Scary Hours 3 because of the level of midness of For All the Dogs. Mm-hmm. And I think he's aware of that. So he essentially pulled a Jack Man. Everyone was saying the shit was whack, just like everyone said Jack Harlow's that album with the the Fergie song on it and all that stuff were whack. So mm-hmm. Jack Harlow came back with this 10 track, soul beat, minimal thing, just rapping, telling stories, fire. Drake did the same thing essentially with six songs with Scary Hours. Very, very, very similar approach. Just straight up bars, one song with a little bit of like singing. Um, mm-hmm. Some songs basically with no drums and just a sample. Love it. Really only one feature with uh, J. Cole, which is spectacular. But um, should we do like a full walkthrough? Yep. Let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Let's do it. Well, the best way I think I should, what I'll do, I'll pull up the Spotify Drake Scary Hours 3 so I can have it here. Yeah. Actually, 
Let me go. Scary Hours 3, Spotify. There you go, you little bitch. Bring this shit the fuck up. You know the vibes. All right. Uh-huh. All right. You, actually, you know what? Let me share the thing like that right now. Screen share. All right. Boom. So Wonderful. this is the, the thing for this called For All the Dogs Scary Hours Edition. Once again, interesting thing, interesting approach. But I think there was just a, a, a play to get if Scary Hours is attached to this and that gets a lot of plays, then that is going to push For All the Dogs up in the far as the streaming, as far as like a <laughs> overarching thing. Very cheeky, but uh, not mad at it. So they made it in like a disc one, disc two type of scenario. Uh, I was trying to see the... Um, the plays on this, but I guess on the web it's not shown. So, should that's weird. Yeah, yeah. it is a little strange. So, do you well, want to just go through? So, this put it like as disc two here on Spotify. So, uh, Daniel, just talks through the tracks. Okay, uh, red button. Uh, let me think. Red button is sick. Yeah, because yep. no drums, and he literally only rhymes two words. He rhymes decimated from literally the first verse to all literally the, way to the end. All the way through to the like halfway, and then he rhymes another word all the way through to the re- remainder of the song. It's so sick. It's just, Impressive. it's just like I did that in 2017, but whatever. Deluxe yeah, sure. rap. Oh, yeah, true, true, true. Whatever. 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 It's like whatever. upper echelon rap. It's so good. Like, yeah, the stuff he's, he's done. Oh, we it's so good. It's ridiculously good. This is what we were hoping for all the dogs was going to be. But I think his people really, really weren't fucking with that. He wanted to show that he could rap again, and he just chose mm. not to, which is essentially mm. the message of this project. Yeah, Steve Easy, how do you feel about the first song being produced by Lil Yachty? No, so Yachty's involved in all of these things. I don't know if he produced it, but he was like either. I thought it meant he was a writer. right now. And then produced by Lil Yachty and Overcast. He's done like yeah. Lil Yachty and Overcast did the third song as well. So are what they? Are so it was production, not right songwriting. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, it's written by Drake, Overcast, Lil Yachty, and Demelo. Okay, so Tiff was looking this up in the car when we were listening to it, and I thought it meant that maybe Yachty had contributed to the bars. I didn't know Yachty made beats. Neither did I. If he makes beats, then good for him. And exactly, I was like, I what feel the good fuck? about it. Job cunt. I feel fine about it. I'm I just shocked. I you, but like, who's overcast? That's my other question. Like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, Some cunt. Really cunt. Good job. Overcast. That's tight. I like it a lot. I'm here for it. Yeah. It was um, off to a good start. I was like, okay, this is great. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, it started sick. So yeah, that's sick. Really- yeah, and then uh, the second track stories about my brother. This was mm-hmm. cool. It, it was, was cool. I didn't know who he was talking about. It seemed like a, a series of stories of mm. different people, but it was hard yeah. to tell who he was like directly talking about. Like, you don't know. Everything's all speculation, right? Everything's all very much speculation. But it was sick. The stuff that he was, I feel like maybe Joe Joe Biden in the line where he's like saying about you're not Kobe Bryant to us, something like that, like. But maybe Joe could have been could have been spoken about there, but I don't know. But regardless, it's a six song. Yeah. Also, who's uh, Conductor Williams? That's the producer of this track. I don't know who he is, but he is so sick. So so He's sick. So sick. I don't know who he is. So I'm already I already introduced to two producers off the first two tracks. That's fucking crazy. So I'm gonna have to look who that kind is and what his uh, credits are because I'm just gonna have to. Because he's making like Griselda kind of shit. Who is that? Very this, dirty. This conductor that, guy? Conductor yeah. Williams. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, I was gonna try and look and see. I feel like this genius is it's too much. To, uh, I did NAM in Charlotte as well. Okay, yeah, he did he that did. shit. He had some he good, did, good, yeah. a lot of West Side Gun, crazy. Okay, cool. He did a lot of. I feel like he's dissing Yay according to all of this. Did the song Glory oh, Glory, brother, like, yeah. brother, brother. Mm. All right. Um, oh, that's why I didn't do it. So I might just go back to this because I think it's going to be too hard to do it. Okay. So the story's about my brother, beautiful at the shoe fits. This one was extra cool. This was like talking about made me feel okay. sad for people in this world. Like it was stories mm-hmm. about different types of dudes and women. You know, the, the same chick who fucking i don't know always trying to get the richer guy or and ends up having an only fans and like ends up fucking a basketball player and like the dudes who were trying to i don't know it was interesting and i, I don't know if he was dissing anyone specific but he, this was the one with the james harden reference right yeah yeah it says like he pointed at the screen and it was james harden it was like wow but it was so good like the the rhyme schemes in this whole song is so sick like it's just ridiculous how good this song. I think this one might be my favorite one. This was a, we, it was a definitely a banger. He's talking about, um, he's talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. again. He presses yeah. on her link tree and she's sucking dick on cam. <laughs> he's like, not yeah, missing, it's like not Mrs. Independent. No, it's quite funny. Which is pretty funny. Yeah, he was definitely like super smart. Ass. It was super cool. I wonder if very smart. Yeah, see the James Harden thing. Well, Drake, historic scoring of the snipe, and mostly be poker fun. Infamous reputation for prioritizing script clubs and nightclubs. Okay, cool. So I feel like you gotta like look all of this because it's sometimes it's like, you know, you can sort of see this on here, but talk about you know the chick goes to Miami on Instagram and renting boats, boats and stuff, which no motherfucker's been doing that. Like, <laughs> um, it's it's pretty funny hearing all the, all of that stuff. But that I think that Tiff yeah. that was her favorite one. She fucking Love that one. That was a good one. So funny. And the stuff that he's saying as well is like the rich people rap that he does. And it's like, she settled for an NBA star that's through playing. Instead, she got an NBA fan that's 2K and mm, stuff like yeah. that is so funny. Or like speaking about spit, like spitting, sorry, splitting a bottle between five of the bros is just so funny. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like calling out the different types of individuals. Like yeah, I don't yeah. relate to it. But I know I've seen them online, but I don't know them in person. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I know about mm-hmm. you, but I don't fuck with humans like that. But hearing it, I'm just like, oh man, that's what I said before. It makes me feel like sad for people. I'm like this is the type of men that women are dealing with, and vice versa. Like they both sound like idiot archetypes. Like the dudes sound like tool bags because they're trying to yeah, fucking yeah. prove something they're not, and the women always just trying to like get more out of a situation and sort of like, you know, editing. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, but so far, all the productions are pretty, like the that Griselda lane. I would say would be fair. Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, track four was Wick Man. I guess that's referring to John Wick, and apparently this is the one with um, uh, uh, Push. This is, I think produced by the Alchemist. Represent, which is cool, eh? Unbelievable, uh, dude! I saw this on his Instagram. For some reason, I follow Drake as well, but his shit doesn't come up on my fucking thing unless I go to his page. But Alchemist shit comes up straight away. And I was like, fuck yes, cunt, because he's so underrated. Alchemist is like the new school premiere. He's unbelievable. Um, he's done so much shit with uh, Griselda, et cetera. He's, he's down for the fucking the, the, uh, the culture, bro. He's one of the best producers ever. 
Yeah, which is uh, and he can do so many different kinds of shit. But this one, this is you know, this is classic. Uh, when he this says is, like the empty clips, but it yeah, meant yeah. empty C L I P S E, like actually yeah. the ah. clips. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Mm. So I had about a bunch of Fisher T disses, and I was like, I don't know, did he actually diss him? But then yeah, that's of, he was saying things that, might be adding up. He goes, I remember dudes was joking about some tick tick because that's when he was like over your forty, hunched over like he eighty. Tick, tick, yeah. tick. Remember on that, how much time he got that man? Six, six. Because we had any use the six thing in uh, Story of OJ. Sorry, of Adidon, sorry. Adidon. So, um, yeah, it seems like he was, he was definitely decent on that <laughs> one. And I think, did he diss Kanye in this one? I think he disses Kanye in this one as well. He said, no, he mentions Easy. He mentioned Easy, not in this one. There was another song. I, okay. There was one song where he actually just name checks Easy and then. Basically saying like, "Hey, you wanted to call truce, and they had his head inflated or something." Oh, that could be the stories about my brother, maybe. The yeah, that, that would have been stories about my brother. Because he said something about people running to Jay Prince. Jay Prince, yeah, yeah, yeah wine to Jay, Jay Prince, Prince, like some grape grows, yeah. That was such a good. I, d- I didn't get that bar until I was like, "Oh, wine, oh, oh, yeah. wine, oh, come oh, on now, come I on." I get it now. I get it. Like I don't I know. Yeah, I don't know who because he said. So that's why I feel like he's talking to, about all different people on this one. Um. Anyway, it's it's. Uh, it's I so love much. The, the instrumental on Wickman. It was like the most unique one. It was just so cool. Yeah, it sounded tight. like it sounded like alien shit. Like it sounded like out of this world. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it's such a thing instrumental, and it's so funny because um, okay. football Twitter. Football Twitter was going crazy because one of the product, like the the writers, was Kay De Bruyne, mm-hmm. and there's a footballer called Kevin De Bruyne. He's probably he's probably the best footballer in the world right now. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, Kevin De Bruyne wrote this song for him. He done this. He done this." And there's a picture of him and Kevin together, and mm-hmm. Kevin De Bruyne put a picture of uh, him and Drake on his Instagram saying, "Oh, you're welcome for the assist, blah blah blah." But then it's actually not him who done it. But it was just like football. Too, it was like, what the hell? Like no one's ever seen another K De Bruyne like that. It's just very random. Huh. Okay. It's very interesting. Also, like the bar where he says something like, uh, "Point me to a bo- point me to your boss. You're the receptionist." Or something like yeah, that. that was a good one. That was a so that's one. why I don't know who he's dissing a lot of the time. I, like it's it's very much in Drake fashion where it's uh, vague as fuck, subliminal, mm-hmm. super subliminal. Um, so then the next cut, which is my favorite one, is called Evil Ways with uh, J. Cole. It's yeah. Spectacular. Story. And they just it's go just back and forth. I couldn't believe they were going back and forth. What was your first – like, did you stop the track and run it back? Because I was tripping when they, I heard J. Cole come in after four bars. I didn't stop and pull it back, but I've listened to the whole project like six, seven times now. It's always okay. like, yeah. yo. I, every time it's on, if someone talks, then I'll pull it up. Like, if you're in the car and playing on, Tiff says something, I'm like, no, 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 run that back, run that back. It's, it was so cool, and this is inspiring. This is the type of shit we need to do. I love this yeah, so much. That's why I think doing do a track I, back and forth. Every yeah, four like we've done it before, but not to this level. I don't think no, the no. cool shit about this was the. Um, I feel like Drake has this way of rapping to me that's like Royce of Five Nine, where it's like you mm. rap way over the bar, over the bar. Like, you know what I mean? Like you won't. It won't just like be like it'll just rock with the music like it's on beat obviously but like he'll just rap one rhyming thing and then the next one will probably go for two to maybe even three bars before the rhyming comes back again and he's just saying stuff until the rhyme comes back like um 
I always right. felt like Royce Royce did that all the time. It's not my favorite thing of doing it, but for this song, and then like say if one of them does it, then the other one will, will just like pick up the rhyme scheme. And I love that the same rhyme scheme the whole time. So 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 sick. Super sick. Um, it was. I can't believe them going back to back. That's insane. Yeah. Like, I'm just like it, it makes me respect Cole a lot more because remember when I first moved to Canada, yeah, and I used to shit on Cole. I don't know if you remember. It was like when I first first moved. Yeah, you. I used to shit on Cole. I used to be like, no, I used to think it was fine, and I just didn't understand the hype. Like, I didn't get it. But like, this guy is top three easily. Like, he's the big three. Like, he's way beyond like Kendrick. I don't know how people can even compare Kendrick. Like, he's so far beyond. Now he's I feel so like there was a there was a time when he wasn't and Cole was clowned a lot for being a little corny and stuff. I think now it's like completely Cole, uh, pardon. Cole grew up like properly. Yes, and this is what we were sort of talking about with the for all the dog stuff is that like this whole six songs shows that absolutely unequivocally Drake can do it, and I feel somewhat validated in the criticism because but he needed enough of the internet to give him shit for him to come and do this. So it was more just like reminding people that he can. And when he doesn't, it just seems like you're, you're not fulfilling your potential. And this to me, yeah. whilst like he doesn't, you don't need 12 songs of fucking Griselda no, stuff every time, fast. but I'm just, you know, it's just re- none of that. Exactly. It's refreshing to see him do like proper bars and proper fucking songs that have, uh, you know, lots of shit saying, I mean, it's just clever. So, like the, especially the tracks with that don't have any drums. I bet, I bet you a bunch of Drake fans haven't heard a fucking song like that properly for a long time. So like, just, you know, reminds, reminds yeah. everyone that he can still fucking rap. I know he's got some ghostwriters on some songs, but for the most part, he's driving the bus, and I think he's done a fucking good job lyrically on this. I thought it was excellent. Mm. Like I feel like this is his best. Like when you pick out his best individual songs, this yeah. is up there with survival, yeah. middle of the ocean. Like, it's just, and all of this as well is that level. It's not even yeah. just like one song. It's like every single one is that level. It is so ridiculously good. Like, yeah, it's a fucking good one. Short and so sharp good. is the best part, I think, as well. Cause like, there's yeah. some of the, one, one, one song's like six minutes, 45. Like, dude, that's fucking crazy. I was like, what's happening? Yeah. But it was great. It so hopefully, cunts don't get bored with it. It's interesting as well. Cause I feel like on this, this is one of the few rap songs that I've seen from a lot of big artists. That yeah. isn't very much uh, like religious heavy, and I feel like, and I have no issue with that, but I feel like he's being way more honest about this because mm, he's been yeah. like, because you see with Travis Scott, suddenly I feel like it's because of Ye, because Ye's now made rapping about religious religion a lot cooler, and I feel like you see with Travis Scott, he's got two songs about like him being so religious and faithful and stuff, but then I feel like that wasn't what he was originally preaching or is maybe his true self or maybe it is but then drake is like the first one i've seen in a long time say like oh he's questioning his faith and like he's not too sure what he believes in anymore as opposed to everyone being like no no no, i'm fully religious now all of a sudden which is very interesting okay but the even just questioning all that stuff out loud is the journey we want to see the human go through particularly yeah. when they're as skilled as drake at, at telling the story that's the stuff it feels like if he's not um giving that then it's like oh well then 
Are you selling yourself short a little bit? Like, cool, you can do the club stuff, and that's fine here and there, but when you got 23 tracks of basically the same shit, when yeah. he comes and drops six tracks, if you sprinkled these six songs throughout those 23 and cut some of the dead weight from that, it would change the quality of that album because then immediately it's more balanced. That's really songs easily with these six. Yeah, and it would just be a superior... But also, I think that's kind of unfair because I feel like these six songs could go into any one of his products and still be the, the best six. Potentially, potentially. Um, okay. But it's like but he needed even, the... even more so in this, and even more so in this. I agree with that. Mm. Yeah, more also, more so with this one. Yeah, yeah. It's like he needed the motivation. Otherwise, yeah. he because he didn't do it, so he needed the motivation yeah. to do it. So I find that peculiar. That like, <sighs> do you know what it is though? Tiff was saying to this to me, and this is curious what y'all think of this. There was it was like Cardi B or something did like a song where she talked about something real, like some shit crazy shit happening in her life, of abuse of something like that. And that song did the worst. So then she's like, Well, I better go back to talking about my pussy and stuff, because unless yeah. I do that, no one cares. And I think that's a bit of a problem. There was like, we all bitch if they don't deliver something like this, but when they do, people don't support. So what are you what are you supposed to do as an yeah, artist? Exactly. It's a terrible middle ground to be in. So yeah. It's, no one's uh, ever going to be happy because everyone just wants nostalgia. So it's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. I mean, then there's but that you, too. So it's. You know what I did love about this one? Yeah. This mm-hmm. is why I love J. Cole. Yeah. He jumped on the track and his first line was, and now we're linking like we freed the slaves. And I was yeah. like, this guy is just. From then, I was like, I know this guy is just like killing it. Like he's just, just so sick. Yeah. The Frito Lays line was tight, was tight as yeah, fuck too. And now my paper folded. Like when teachers don't want your classmates to see your grade, like come yeah. on, which is crazy. That's so good, man. Yeah. Was, that's a bar. There's so many, there's so many, there's so many good ones. And it's not even about the, the words every time. Like the, the last part of the part it's where he's like, well. Coke got their nose bleeding like the seats where you can't see the stage high up in arenas where they see their faves, AKA me and Drizzy Drake, we eat a wave. You're like, oh, yeah. It's just it's so just sick. So it's just such, the, the delivery <laughs> is exceptional. Like, it's so fucking ill. Or even that last one, like, um, hard to blame him. Lord knows that this game can be depraved. Scary I was undefeated. Y'all should be afraid. It was just so, it's just, it's the bars themselves aren't that spectacular, but it's just so sick. It just works so well. And I have such a blood because the song's called evil ways. They took that through the whole song. And I know how hard that is to do that. I did this one. I think I talked about before the, the, the one track doing the, the like 24 bars each with two rhymes per thing. So it's like 48 rhyme schemes with the same one for the whole time. It was easily the most challenging thing I've had to write as far as technically and try and get something that made sense and sounded cool. And cool. Yeah, that's the hard part. Drake did that a lot on this project. I found that I tried to do that when I haven't written for a little bit, but all the things that the last few things I tried to do were at the very least have like eight bars with the same rhyme scheme on every verse, even if it's 16, to always have that. So to hear so many songs on this doing that, my the rapper in me fucking was like throbbing, mate. Rock solid. Bono, mate. It was fire. And then uh, the last song called You Broke My Heart, that one was a little bit of a sing songy thing happening. Not Um, too bad. It had had like an actual chorus as well. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I really liked it. It was a great song. Yeah. So good. And like his favorite song on the album. Mm. Yeah, you you could definitely say that. Like, and having Smiley's. Ad libs on it. Oh so my god, sick. that was hilarious! Good cameo. I was like, "What the hell? That's so sick!" Like, what? I've never ever heard. Most big rappers would never do that. 
His smile, he's not even, he's not even that big. He's just a Toronto local rapper. Yeah. And now he's got his actual local. main ad-libs on a Drake track like that. That is insane. It's, it's tight. Well, he's done a song with Drake, so it's not... He has. He's yeah, co-signed yeah. for a while, but it's just funny because it's like, you know, Smiley's not incredibly, like, lyrical or anything, but it's just a funny kind of scent. Apparently, he's a nice bloke. And I don't know, obviously, he's got a good rapport with Drake and she sort of gets sorted that. out. That's yeah. a crazy look, dude, because his stock's going up. He'd be pumped ass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, overall, though, yeah, man, this slap, it's got a lot of replay value because it's only I six so. songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. But truly, genuinely enjoying it um, a lot. Like normally, I'm at a stage. I don't like to hear yeah, things happy. too much. Very, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you would like it. Like fine. This is what we we're waiting for, though. When we heard this, mine and yours, Notion's exact reaction was like, "Fucking let's go!" This is what we're talking about. So we're not yeah. like even from the mm. last those episodes where we were like, you know, clickbaiting a bit with like the just, controversial. Like getting, he was like saying, "Okay, I still like I can still do some fire. Let me just, I'm gonna just, yeah." You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was and then apparently he wrote in five he days. wrote all of the songs in five days. I think he said he started from nothing, didn't have beats, didn't have nothing, so they did it all. Yeah, nothing, yeah. In that time, days. which is even cooler. So um, I thought that was yeah. really dope. Like, Why are we? I know recency bias, yeah, yeah, and I know obviously this is this is probably the best music we've heard. What good, like probably since Donda, like yeah. good music since we've heard since Donda. Where does this go in terms of best? Obviously, it's six songs, so it's hard to compare. But where does it go in terms of his best projects? Because yeah. I'm under the impression that this might be one, like, top three. Because this is, I don't know. I'd I've say, never seen I'd someone release this many tracks. Obviously, it's only six. None, nothing within that six is less than a nine out of ten. Like, nothing. Mm. So, I, could, I, I don't think like I would disagree. Like it'd be like top five easily, and like oh, it depends on where you're slotting it in in the top yeah, five. I think that's a fair point. I think top five like, easily. Like it might best. be three, four, or five. It can't, I, I don't know. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be one or two, but I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like, and you're right about the recency bias too. Um, yeah. But not really, because we had a recency bias on the opposite side. Like for all the dogs, for me, yeah, it would true, probably true, be true. his last. Like I probably like that less than say if I bet you I'd like it less than the future one. Um, yeah, which I hated at the time, but I bet you I don't think I'd be that mad at it now. I haven't gone back to listen. I, I know I need to, but like, yeah, mm. I feel like it'd be top five easily. I'd have to really like just look at it again, but I don't think that's unreasonable to say that. I just don't think I've seen music this good for good like what seven years since like it's better than Scorpion. So beyond oh, from him, okay. like I. I'm talking. No, I'm talking about in general. Like, what has been this good though? I'm, I'm now think. talking about in general. Because like, like, okay, the Kanye run in 2018. Kanye well, the Kanye, the Kanye run, album, like yeah. the five albums: Yay, Daytona, uh, Tiana Taylor, Nas, all that. Um, he also Yay, Do- Jesus. Yeah, Jesus King would have been in that in the last He's seven years. Like, Donda for sure. Donda two. I got to go back. But Donda, we listened to a bunch of it the other day. I was like, oh man, this fucking goes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Fuck, I'd have to think. I'd have to think a little harder. But I mean, you're probably right that there hasn't been something I've been like super excited about. As in, like you hear it and it doesn't let you down, and then you keep listening to it and it still doesn't like let you down. Nothing is let you down because obviously there are some projects where you're like, okay, this is good, but okay, let me skip this one song. Let me skip this one as well. Like, yeah, but like this is like unskippable. It, I, I granted, I, it is big songs. 
Exactly, which makes it easier. Uh, like all things said, though, I feel like to me, what I was most excited about was this is a style of music, essentially the notion I've been making for like 20 years, give or like for the most part, as far as that style. And it's never really, aside from college dropout, like no one and a bit of dipset, but it never had like. Like it wasn't like every song in the charts was a soul beat ever. I don't think that yeah, was ever yeah, like a yeah. thing. Yeah. And like for me, what's uh make would even make me consider like doing music again, which is interesting having this come out right at a time where we're reviewing our back catalog to see where we came from to then look into the future about where we could go with it. Hearing this now is so fucking uh what's the word? Like uh encouraging. That like yeah. oh the two biggest artists you know all the song Jet Cole on Secret Recipe even with with Yadi, um, yeah. you know just the whole yeah more you know people like Corday doing that shit um, you could you know the Jackman album was basically this exact same concept yeah. um, obviously Drake Superior I think as far as the things he did but I really appreciate Jack for that so it's like I don't Jack know man the, are we hope. gonna hear go. On. There's hope there. There's like none, there might be another resurgence of that, uh, you know, of our shit. So that's why our collaboration album is going to be out of out of control. Yeah, it's it cool. Actually, work. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe you could actually do more than it could have because maybe when we were putting out this music consistently, like people always fucked with it, but it was never like on the level of something like this. That there wasn't anything this 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 big aside from Kanye. But that was twenty almost twenty years ago. So. I don't even remember if back then it was like it was unusual, so it would have been probably more niche. And then Dipset around, you know, like with the heat maker stuff was also kind of niche too. Like mm-hmm. it was like there were hits, obviously there were charts, but it wasn't once again. It wasn't you know like when Crunk was there, everyone was doing that shit, or like you know the sound like the the coming with that joint from the game and like dirt off your shoulder, like that yeah. that era of Timberland where everything sounded like that, like. Right. Th- Soul Beats never really had this like major thing. So I don't know where it could go, but I'm at the very least just encouraged that people are like these guys are flying a flag for it. And then maybe there's going to be more artists doing it. And the best part is Tiff reckons that the thing is that not everyone can do it. Because not oh, all of that's these people. So true. No one can, not this, not, none of the yeah. new gen rappers can do that. No one. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. All day Jack Harlow. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, You're 100%. Yeah, no and that's why I always said, I feel like we can do what they can do, but they can't do what we can do. Because, like, yeah. we could do the double time. We probably couldn't do, like, the auto-tune hooks. I mean, if it worked on I probably could, but I don't yeah, think... I think anyone can do that. You're probably right, because I never wanted like, to. The only person who's, like, the best that is Travis Scott. But, like, anyone can do that. Yeah, that's true. But they're always... Like, and, like, and, that's yeah, what, yeah. and, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, he can do a bit of both. But there's not that many people who can do both, I guess, is what I'm saying. It was cool mm-hmm. that if you... Like, someone like Drake and Cole can do both. But like Yadi yeah. and all these other people, I don't keep picking on Yadi all the time, but that ilk of motherfucker can't <laughs> come and he tried. And it's like every time we play the secret recipe, like Tiff's like fast forwards it to Cole's verse because she can't stand yes. it. Yes. Good um, work. I'm like, it means well, but you, you you can't. Like you can't do it like they can. Like this, like I think the evil ways is just, it's like, it's, it's brilliance in writing in that style. And I think it's so rooted in early Kanye and Fonte. Like, I feel like that was like the architects for that stuff, what they were doing. And that's like our shit. So that's why I think it's resonating so heavily. It's just, it's brilliant. For it. That's yeah. fair. But the thing is with Yachty as well, I am 
going to be more excited when he releases now because I know this is his style. He's going to try um, and keep Yeah, maybe just, he'll get better. And I'm more excited at this because I'm not excited about the old stuff he was doing. I'm not, that wasn't, I wasn't a big fan of that. Right. I always like you because you seem cool, but like he, that wasn't it. But like the Secret Recipe style, even though he's not going to be coal level ever, well, I don't know ever, that's that's bad to say no. Not necessarily ever, but like he's just... Yeah. It, I, I'm excited to see him keep trying that because I'm I'm still a fan of his verse and obviously it's not cold level but like I'm still a fan of it that's fair it's going to be interesting either way I think at the very least if it encourages more people to try it and actually say things really it's yeah. not even about the style like soul beat so that's cool if it was more music like that around but I want to see people tell tell me your story. Tell me about you. I don't know if I'm going to listen to music like let me learn something I would rather listen to a podcast me too. so teach Love me something learn. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I feel like even us like having time off now, I haven't said anything for a while. Like a lot's happened in life. So I probably could deliver more value in music than if I just kept saying the same things over and over, which okay. somewhat feels like that listening to our old music because we're finding what we're going through in life. This We're doing such volume and not a lot is changing as fast enough to, you know what I'm saying? Like usually between projects, like one's completely different than the, the artist's life changes and the next one is a whole other vibe. So either way, um that is super fire so actually we've we're really like taking a long time just to do these two different things like most of the episodes so uh do we want to go through like okay, let's keep going on this part and then maybe we even uh pull up for the next one um yeah. uh the first person shooter video they dropped as well <laughs> and that was yep. a uh controversial one so maybe let's see that video of the year i can't think of anything that's been better than that since life's good uh, notion. Yeah, no, it's a very, very, very interesting video. Um, I'm trying to scroll back to what I said to this cunt in the in the group. I was. It was pretty funny. I was like just trying to be Switzerland and just being like, my, let's talk about yeah, this on the pod. You were Switzerland AF and it was great. I fucking watched on a one shot view because I have seen it again because, you know, got to give yeah. it a couple of tries. You got to. So like I don't know. Um, Let me get my receipts up then. <laughs> wow, I love it. This cut. Oh, we got beef this evening, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Mate. Let me see. So hey. I, I know why that was relevant. No. So I think, <laughs> I think my first. I started off with this. Honestly, what the actual fuck is this? And there was a bunch of laughing, crying, shrug emojis. What? And you're like, is it not good? I'm like, have a gaze. And then Dan's, you know, I, it's so good. J. Cole doing stupid shit. Drake's bringing this out of him. It's, you know, they should do a, they should be rap duo, uh, should be a rap duo full time. And so I said, <laughs> I was kind of like, I oh, know, I must have been having a, a quite a day because I was at, I was, you know, having a, a long work day that day. I said, I don't think I've seen more of a ridiculous, no, an extra ridiculous, over the top, distracting, overdone, over glorified CG video for this quality of that. Yeah. Honestly, it's actually jaw droppingly bad and corny. Like, why? I think it's not that good. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> I can't Damn. say that. Exploitive, exploitive, deletive. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, keep table, it, keep table it tennis, my guy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Keep it PC for the thing. So table tennis, my guy, that's how soft Drake is. Office championships, fuck off, ha ha. The amount of money and effort 
that's going into doing this video is fucking horrendous to me and I think it's garbage overall. It doesn't fit the song and the feel or the mood that anything to do with the song. Y'all seeing that. The song is incredible. This video is a gigantic mess and a miss. And I felt like I blew all my steam off the top first bang. So, like, that was me being like, and then, Dan, what did you retort with, sir? And then I said, <laughs> I said, I'm sorry, I couldn't <laughs> disagree to him, more. I says, I says, <laughs> I said, I said, the fact it's stupid and over top doesn't, and doesn't fit the vibe of the song is genius. And these are the things that you're criticizing it for, but this is what makes it good. Serious videos yeah. aren't sick anymore. You're not, you get nothing out of them except matching a face to the voice. Making a video ridiculous is entertaining. And you actually want someone to <laughs> actually make someone to like want to watch it because oh. it's more than just someone rapping and it provokes conversation. I agree, but like, yeah, I, I, just, I couldn't stop. I said, I said, I couldn't stop laughing how corny and bad it was. I imagine a twelve-year-old on YouTube watching it, going nuts for it, like fapping off about how, you know, there's like, there's a bunch of lols in there for regular shits, like you know, whatever. But uh, I don't know. It, it was just, it was a lot for me, and I was not ready for how overly done and like you know like i said so cg and so with the stadiums and the fake logos and the table tennis thing was like bro get the fuck go. out of here so i, I wanna... love tennis though but that's that's it but still dan sent this this is just uh i'm just gonna stay switzerland on it all because i sort of agree with you both to be honest um dan sent this which was like a post on complex uh which i'm gonna see if i can pull it up a little bit oh, why is not working there you go and basically it explains the references in the song I saw the, yeah is, yeah so many so, good ones so half like of the half of, them are, half of them half of them i did pick I, I didn't know them i didn't know this one okay yeah so the first so it was the uh they're right. playing chess which is like with uh ronaldo and messi then the spider-man meme which obviously we knew about that yeah um, the ping pong stuff, the table tennis was from the office. Yeah. Tight. Um, still a strange thing. And that's, it's not strange completely, but it's deep like, cut. People love that shit. I've never seen the office. So I don't it's know. Actually, no. Oh, so you didn't know who the guy was at the start? Which guy? The, 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 the video, the guy the on the guy phone. The guy who opened the video, the guy on the phone. That's, uh, his name's Kevin. Oh, I knew who, yeah. Gotcha. And, uh, oh, he's just really yeah. iconic character. He's so funny. He's a good right. actor anyway, but that's a good actor. Yeah. Right. So that's that definitely ties it in. Um yeah. makes more sense now. And then of course the I forgot about this one, the Michael Jackson it's history. Corny, corny and funny, but the graphics uh, you know, the CG is pretty tight. Yeah. So like it's like without the without all this context, this this made it like okay. So there's a bunch of references. So whilst this one I do, here, yeah. sorry, bring that back up if you can, mate. That at the bottom, see that basketball court? Yes. That's that's Regent Park in yeah, that's Toronto. Yeah, it's literally in between. Yeah. Like, I, I ride my bike around there and do jumps and shit. That's a very famous uh, area, and right. that got revamped recently. I think Rich Kid had something to do with that. He had he raised money and did a whole bunch of shit. And it's uh, really nice now. It's, it's really yeah. nice. Oh, we drove job. through it. On your Super birthday note, taking you back. Remember, we dropped Dan off, and then we'd gone back to yours, and we saw it on the way. We were like, I was like, I hadn't seen it before. Yeah, in between, we were right, driving on Dundas. Yeah, it's fucking, yeah. it's it's cool. super tight. That's yeah. a really good thing to put in, um, in the video because that's you know, uh, relevant Toronto Cole, shit. It's relevant Toronto yeah. shit, and, and Cole loves mm. it, and he's obviously fucking there. So tight. Very cool. So either way, that was pretty cool. It was fun to discuss that and yeah. uh, see the arguments love a bit of that yeah. right. um the other drake and cole news 
was that they're both going on tour. So Cole's jumping on uh, another section of the It's All a Blur tour, uh, I guess, in lieu of 21. Um, and they're going to a bunch of smaller towns. The closest they were doing here was Buffalo, but it was there was some reason why we – oh, because the we just missed out on the tickets. We are going to do it, and now it was like $300 for like nosebleeds or something. We're just like, uh. Yeah. It's impossible. I even checked – you know when I say I was going to get the UFC tickets? Uh-huh. I checked it. I queued up, and it was harder to get – I swear to you, it's harder to get than the Drake tickets when I oh, first yeah. got the Drake tickets back in May. It's just like I went on it and straight away resell five hundred dollars. I'm like, what? Oh, like, I had the verified resell. That's what tips. Verified resell yeah. five hundred dollars, and I was oh. like, you know, I like this. Yeah, but, even the it reminds me of the Beyonce stuff. I think I just got lucky yeah. with all that shit. It's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. So pretty cool that at least they're going. That'd be like a fun tour, actually. So I wonder what they would do. I really genuinely would have enjoyed going to that if we if we made it happen, but not the end of the world. Um, Cole is finishing off the fall off album, so I imagine there'll be a tour coming with that soon. Um. The other thing we should definitely talk about, looking at how many things we have in our list here, the two things, if I was going to choose a couple of things, were the Andre 3000 came back with a flute album called New Blue Sun. I listened to it. Mm-hmm. I listened to it. Um, let's, uh, let's bring that up in this bitch here. Okay, hang on a second. And uh, so basically he started doing, like he started posting, and then he did a GQ uh, interview, which was super interesting. And um, he was talking to the dude. He was just like doing his laundry. So now he lives in LA because he was in New York and people just saw him around. So now he's in LA. So he's trying crazy. to he see in three stacks, like just doing his laundry or the thing. Like, like, kind of crazy, right? I would lose my mind. Yeah. And I feel like he was able to get by. Like, he, I'm sure. Uh, Aaron, 27 minutes. I didn't know it was that long. Okay. Yeah. So basically, like 17 minutes. Yeah. The first one is oh, 12, 13, 10. Probably, yeah, maybe it's the last last one, seventeen minutes. Yeah, so basically, he started. He everyone knew that he was like, you know, catch him in a fucking laundromat, which is even weirder that you'd want to do that. But and then go, he'd be outside and just play flute in the alleyway or whatever. And I don't know guy. why he's fucking with his flute, but that's his thing. And he said he felt that there was an album in him, and he did this and didn't want to rap because he said he's forty eight, and he said, "What am I going to talk about? Like needing a colonoscopy or my eyesight's getting bad?" Yeah. Which. People were sort of saying, well, you know, it's not like that simple. Like you could have talked about anything you like and we want that rap, but um, either way. Could have why he doesn't like to rap. It could even be that too, you know. That's the most like, fascinating he, thing. Definitely. Cheeky. It, it probably would be actually, but he decided to do this and it's sort of like it's meditation music if if you want to summarize it. Like it's super Song chill. Song names, names are very Panic at the Disco. Um Stuff right. right. It's blocked by the screen. If I move all the shit, I'll fuck it up. But uh, I swear, I really want to make a rap album. But this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. Is the first song. Wow. The slang word "pussy" rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word "vagina." Do you agree? Wow. <laughs> that night in Hawaii, when I turned into a panther and started making these low register purring tones, that I could dot dot dot. Oh, unless there's actually more. Rooting. Oh, oh, that I couldn't good. control. Shit was wild. Damn. Um. By Polo Disorder's daughter wears a 3000 shirt embroidered. Uh, 93 Till Infinity and Beyonce. Uh, Gandhi, Dalai Lama, your Lord and Savior, JC, slash Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and John Wade and Gacy. Strange. Ants to you, gods to who? That's funny. Who's the the last guy? John Wade, Gacy. No, it must be a serial killer based on the other ones. And the last I love one is, that. Um, I love Ants to, I can't read it from here, but Ants to who, gods to who? Ants to you, gods to who? 
Very cool. Such a good, that's a sick name. That's a bar. And dreams oh, once wow. buried beneath the dungeon floor slowly sprout into undying gardens. And I think he said that was a reference to the Dungeon Family studio and stuff, oh. um, which is pretty wow. sick. So it, it's a super interesting album. I don't know how much you need to. That's why I said to you, Nosh, if you hadn't heard it before the pod, if you listen to 30 seconds of it, you completely... Yeah, it quite wild. You get the point. That's literally that for the whole time. So it's like super chill. Like if you're gardening or something, what, you know, I might take my house to it tomorrow. I'll let you know how it goes next week. That would be cool. And you could probably that's just be in your thoughts and vibe out and, you know, like. Yeah, that's so what I need cool. to do. It's a much different headspace than when you're listening. And then I'll to put on it. It's uh, World Domination because we're going to talk about it next week. Uh, we're doing CM Becker Volume 1 next week. I'll listen um, to CM one tomorrow and I'll yes. tell you about it yeah. next week. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. And then, but still go through, like, we just, <laughs> exactly, yeah, Jesus, not all about you, yeah, idiot. It's all about you. Fuck's sake. Dickhead. We're going in chronological order. And, yeah, exactly. Tell, tell mum on the blower. Tell her. I'm telling her. You know, a bit of cunt, mate. <sighs> She's going to be so mad at you. Um, She'll be cross. She'll be so super cross. cross. <laughs> so then, all right, that's our Andre 3000 <laughs> stuff. Like, how much more do yep. we want to go? Well, there's a few other small things. Uh, uh, you know what? I reckon we can push through these. Fuck it. Um, Wayne and Two Chains dropped Collie Grove Two second album. I listened to maybe a third to a quarter of it or whatever, and it yep. was, uh, it was, it was just like mid, okay. like like it's so opposite to any. Wayne has probably had the best run of features in 2023 than he has in a while. It's been and disgusting. It it was the the beat the production was was mid AF and just it just seemed like silly it just seemed like below both of their abilities from what I heard so far. Okay. It's, it's you know I, when I saw it I was kind of like I never expected anything that good like I I really didn't expect yeah. anything that good. So it's kind of, especially where I was at like listen I'm not going to turn off this new Drake thing with Cole and listen to this like. Yeah, I just knew it wouldn't be that sick. Like, I just knew it wouldn't be that sick. But can someone explain what was this like cinematic thing they're doing? Because I watched it and I just didn't understand the cinematic thing. What do you mean? Uh, oh. I think Notion sent it in uh, Instagram. It was like narrated by Fifty Cent, and it was yeah. like oh. trailer thing. I didn't really understand. I mean, it just looks like a trailer for the album, but it's just for the Carly oh, Grove okay, thing. Okay. Like a visualizer, but it's like a, just, they've done a really good thing. And 50's a funny cunt doing some great narration. And I don't know, it just seems like they're doing promotion for it. The in a post fun was way. like, oh, they created a cinematic the album universe or something. I was like, what? Yeah, it's weird, dude. Because like, oh, the quality, okay. quality of that doesn't add up to the quality of the album. I haven't heard all the songs, but. Oh, I, yeah, it's like this little mini. Like, I started watching this. I could pull it up on the screen, but I guess we can't play it. It looks like it's a yeah. a mini doco type of thing. It's, yeah, it's complex not, music. Like, I, I watched some of the slides, and it's just like, I, I, I don't really know. It's a lot of nothing. I don't really get it. Okay. I, I thought they were just, like, clips. Maybe they're all separate clips? No, no, they're, they're all, like... They're all their own individual clip. Ah, oh, they're not like a thing. Okay, I thought it was like a, like a video a broken up into. Gotcha. Well, that's what's confusing me the most. Well, yeah, I'm, I'll give it. I'll give it a crack and listen to the rest. But I think uh, because the Drake shit was so dope, it's pretty tough to compete with that this week. So I think I'll just over the next week. Yeah, I'll give, it, give it another crack. Um, so that was that. There's probably not much else to say. Uh, Little Brother announced that they're dropping their May the Lord Watch documentary on Black Friday, which is very cool, which I think is next week. This week or next week? This coming Friday? It's this Friday. Friday. Wait, I thought Black Friday was last Friday. 
No, it's the one. Um, oh, when it, it was the twenty fourth. Yeah, so that means it's this week. Okay, cool. So that means it's dropping this week, and I think it's dropping on YouTube, which is pretty sick. So I'm excited for that. That'd be fun. Nice. Um, I think he said telling their full story and shit. So very, very cool. Because I guess they've been around. This is a twenty year anniversary. I think it was two thousand and two. Was the listening, if I'm not mistaken? Fucking hell. Um, I know, right? Jeez. Wow. Um, I don't know if we even care, but Megan the Stallion's boyfriend, that partisan Fontaine dude, did a diss track to her. Um, kind of like responding to the weird. shit that she said in COVID. Yeah. It's a bit weird, but I don't know even. It's know interesting. How... Just basically saying she's lying about everything. So I don't know who to believe. I don't know anything. Yeah, I just yeah. So whatever. I've just... enough about anything. So. So it's bad to just S the F up, essentially. Bow, bow, bow. Uh, now, our old boy Snoop pulled a little bit of a fast one on cunts. He posted hey, the other day God. saying he was quitting the smoke, I think he said. And it was like, this is weird. Why would you mm. announce that? And then he drops a video today, and it was to promote a smokeless fireplace for, like, outdoors called, like, Solo Stove or something. I'm like, what? Like... It was very. He has to own the company to put that level. Yeah, because that's like serious. That's, that's like his brand, bro. Like his, his brand, whole entire yeah. brand. Yeah, like I'm trying to even think what would even be be close to that. It's uh, that's like Apple. You announcing that's on what it actually is. It's yeah. like Apple. Yeah, yeah. You didn't know that. It was just. It was I haven't just seen anything about it. I've, I've yeah. Thought, I've, before he actually stopped smoking, no, so, no, 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 it's just a fireplace. No, I, I mean, you, I was waiting for the thing, but like, I haven't seen it because, like, I follow him on, on everything, so I just hasn't. I, haven't seen I think it. I saw it today because it was trending on Twitter. I think yeah, people I are just like, this also, fucking guy on the trails it's, all day, but it's, it's, it's a lot because it's like, it's literally oh like God, if Apple all. announced they would stop production, like, yeah. and they'll never release another Look, iPhone again, dude. He has a weed company, <clears> dude. There's no way the cunts not smoke. I knew it was too strange. Like, it was, like, it was a funny response. Um, Josh Kesselman, the guy who owns Raw Papers, he's a huge pothead. He loves it. And he was like, uh, he put out a very similar black and white photo on his Instagram to say, uh, sorry, guys, still smoking. And, mm. you know, kind of like a funny little re- like response off to that. that. Yeah. A riff. Yeah, exactly. It was pretty funny. So. Yeah, very, uh, very just funny a weird choice. Well, he's known to do whatever it takes for a bag, so I mean, I guess it's not entirely like shocking. But this was the furthest we've seen him take it. Like, it's pretty hectic. Pause. Pause. Yeah, I could say that. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, pause. Come yeah, on, yeah. bro. But like, um, he doesn't own it. I'm googling it now. He okay. Own it. Speaking of pause, can I jump in real quick? Do you watch <laughs> It Is What It Is with Cameron and Mace? Do you watch that podcast? I do not, I but I... I do want to. Dude, yeah. really it is so here. sick. There's an episode. This is part of my fucking... Okay, during the week, I watched that fucking uh, podcast. I, I watched like three or four episodes, actually. Motherfucker, the Jack Harlow episode is hilarious. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a sports podcast, great. right? It's a sports podcast. They touch on yeah. music. It's majority sports, and then they banter for fucking ages in the middle. But uh, that is such a fun podcast to watch. Cameron is ridiculous. There's occasional times when I'm watching it, and I catch times when he doesn't pause it, but then he rips the guest for not getting it and vice versa. So I want to, like, make a – excuse me. I think I was thinking of making, like, a fucking Instagram or a YouTube channel where I clap back at Cameron missing the pauses because he's so, like, on the guest pause. And uh, making sure they get it, and it's just it's it's phenomenal. That'd be cool for like right? a short or like a reel, just be like Cameron's it's, missed pauses. Yeah, that's what that's exactly what I think it might 
the whole thing might be because like Cam's, they rip Cam's missed pause. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, like Cam it. and Mace, Cam and Mace are really like super on each other pause, and they they if somebody misses one, they they're just gonna fucking rinse you for it. Pause. pause. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's very fun. Is what it is. I like it's that. A, a fun thing to watch. We just got onto it in the last few days, man. So that was right. part of my earlier news, but this is more valid. More relevant. Now. Okay. So anyway, I'm definitely check, check that, that out. out. That's fire. Um, love it, love it. Okay, this came up today. I'll keep this really quick because this is just, I don't know if many well, other people think this is cool. Uh, Shake Shack dropped merch. Piss off. Mm-hmm. I'm copping. Mm-hmm. Where are my Macca's shoes? I don't like, fuck McDonald's. Honestly, fuck McDonald's. Right in the fucking I can't wait to cop. Oh, I can't wait to cop. I'm so moist. Why do these cunts have Bottom left. Bottom left, the hoodie. Yeah, hoodie's cool. I like the varsity shirts. But like, why? But why Shake Shack? Oh, once you've had it, you'll like, oh, it's a religious experience. Shake Shack is a cult. I love it. It's the greatest thing. Why they have merch, though? Because people love it as, Yeah. I'd say because look at that varsity thing. That is oh. so funny. Ninety dollars, suck my dick, bro. I'm gonna get the t-shirts. I'd, I'd get that for night. I'd pay yeah, ninety for yeah. that. For life. The the shipping's expensive, so we're gonna do a group order. Every, everyone has uh, merch. Even KFC have merch. I'll tell you what, like, you know. that's so it's so fire. I love it. It's the greatest thing on earth. So uh, we should, uh, maybe drip up. Enterprise, good enterprise. You know, mm-hmm. we should get Brad the small fry baby onesie. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'll right. wear it. I'll fucking wear it. You better. Um, I think you should. Christmas, Christmas sorted. Christmas anyway, sorted. Christmas, okay. Christmas the last thing I think uh, we probably won't just go to give the me like food. Just bring it, ship it up to Canada, mate. Some what? Oh, get your baby onesie. So give me, give me some food. Ship it up to Canada. Awesome. I haven't had it yet. You've got a PR. Rent a car. You've got a never had it. Just go. No, I have it. Yeah, I should not okay, Buffalo. Just, you have to go to Rochester. And it'd be for you. It's like a two and a half hour drive for me. So it'd be like a three and a half hour drive for you. Plus your uh, immigrant time in um, in in the border. But the most worth it thing you've ever done in your life. It's definitely worth it. It's okay. so fun. It's ridiculously good. I, I can't even I'm express. Um, the last thing I think we'll probably go on now is because there's a Diddy and Cassie stuff, but I guess that's kind of been like sorted. Basically, Diddy's fucked, beat the shit out of Cassie, sex trafficking, assault, rape, all sorts of crazy shit, like horrible, horrible. Uh, she sued him and he settled out of court on a civil suit. So that's fucked up. Um, but the last thing to wrap up now since we're at one and a half is, uh, so Ye and Ty Dolla Sign dropped the first single with uh, Dirk, features Lil Dirk, called Vultures. And they're recording their collab album in Saudi Arabia. They got this whole fucking setup out there, which is pretty sick. So Sand it seems, tempo. and Ye is cussing again, and he hasn't cussed for a while. But he's saying he's like, cussing. "Oh yeah, my friend sent me the uh, the dirty version of um, of the song because I'd seen like the I think I saw like a radio version." which was all bleeped and then um because there were so many bleeps my boy my boy cam shouts to cam he's always obsessed with this he was like oh i wonder if uh because there's so many bleeps maybe that means that maybe cussing yay is back and then he sent me the cd quality version um and it's uh, i'll just drop it on facebook i could messenger i could forward it to y'all if you want to hear it but um yeah it's it's great it's really good it's a cool track it's uh it's interesting so i think it's going to be a very very interesting project don't know when Sick. it's going to drop. It was supposed to do that listening tour. 
arena thing in like November 3rd, I think it was. So yeah, now right. it's a few weeks past that. So um, we'll have to see, but uh, that's pretty sick. I'm excited. It's going to be sick. Album. Yeah. Very, very keen on that. But look, okay. I think we got through all the shit, really. That's really it. The last, oh yeah. Tyler, the creator, did a Nardwire interview. It seemed cool. But, um, you know, go check that out. But yeah, that's basically uh, it, you fucking mad dogs. Um, let's do a bum, from bum. me. Oh, all right. All right. All right. How am I right. supposed to get these other shoes? They're so far away. They're so far. Okay. Okay. So far okay. away. I'm only one call. Only one call away. Are I you? think the album's going to come out soon. soon Which one? I'm gonna, the yeah one. And get my get my mug with no handle. Oh yeah, you need it. Shaky yeah. mug, ready? Boom. Um, mm-hmm. Daniel, where can everyone find you online? Uh, HDFGXMING, as you heard at the very start. If you go to the start, thirty seconds in, <laughs> HDFGXMING, Instagram, Twitch, everything. What about you guys? Push all, push all. At Notion Baby on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. At Notion MTB on YouTube and Instagram. Get a dog up, ya. See Fizzy. CWFO on Instagram and Twitter. And CWTMF on Facebook. And uh, if I can watch the other one, TikTok. Sikans, thank you for watching and listening. If you enjoyed the episode, smash mm-hmm. the thumbs, hit the sub, hit the mm-hmm. bell. Ding mm-hmm. dong. So you know when the new drops. Follow us everywhere at the Mover Fam and at Bad Habits Pod on ig we drop in mm. every monday evening usually kind of late so then you know nice and fresh for fucking tuesday morning for your mates and uh you guys enjoy your week be good to your mom and we'll see you in the next one get a fat dog fat dog fat dog fat dog fat dog wolf wolf See you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.